welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. Welcome to the Girl Meets Show Oscar episode. <laughs> it's not funny. And that took me too long to say. You did a great job. I don't know why I'm laughing now. <laughs> We shouldn't do nighttime episodes ever. <laughs> We're too slap happy. We are grounded. <sighs> We're grounded from doing nighttime episodes. <laughs> um, but lots of the Oscar-nominated films are streaming. So we're going to talk through a bunch of those. And we've we watched quite a few over the weekend. And um, so we'll get into that. But first, of course, we have news what do you what have you heard this week jordan well an important follow-up on the mindy kaling kate hudson basketball netflix comedy is that they added brenda song disney channel princess to all of our hearts um and drew tarver from the other two and could not be happier with this casting news i'm so excited my sister sent me a tweet about the casting news and was like, this will either be the best show ever or the worst show ever. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's exactly it. It's literally, it can't be in the middle. It's going to be one or the other. <sighs> it's, it's so true. But very excited. In non-Oscar nominated movies news, um, Priscilla is going to be streaming on HBO Max on February 23rd. And... I'm very excited because All of Us Strangers is going to be coming to Hulu on February 22nd. I'm very excited about that as well. I have seen Priscilla. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, you haven't? I haven't either. I, I All of Us. Yeah. Strangers. I saw. Pr- have not seen it. Sorry. I saw Priscilla. I have not <laughs> seen All of Us Strangers. And same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But I love Priscilla, so might watch it again. I did justice for Priscilla. I feel like I see people complaining about Priscilla all the time, and I say that was a good movie. So, yeah, I disagree with you. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and they're all very threatened. <laughs> um, Catherine O'Hara. A more exciting casting news is now going to be in The Last of Us season two um can't wait i cannot picture it yeah well i have no idea all my limited knowledge about the last of us it ended with season one i am i'm going in fully completely blind to season two because i know nothing about the sequel video game so i don't even know if there's a character that she might be playing i don't know a single thing i can see her being scary if she needs to be evil i think she would be scary yeah, it's true. I can see that too. I'm very excited about that news though. Especially like thinking about her and Pedro interacting. Sounds fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. It sounds very fun. Uh, following up on our Sundance episode, of course, like the day after we recorded, it was announced that one of your favorite shows that you saw, Didi, was acquired by Focus Features. So I'm assuming it'll be like a, have a theatrical release. And also, um, Will Ferrell had a movie at Sundance called Will and Harper, where he like goes on a road trip with his 
friend who is trans and they like talk about life I think and Will kind of learns about the trans experience and that was picked up by Netflix so I'm excited to see that as well that one I was really I wanted to see that one I don't know if that was even available as an online option um when I was buying all my online tickets and I was sad because I really wanted to see that so couldn't be happier about that yeah about both of them but Thrilled. we love when something gets on streaming <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um did you hear i don't think we've talked about this because i think this was new information about the new a24 aka taylor goff industries <laughs> to me <laughs> um a new tv show on apple tv plus starring Elle fanning and nicole kidman called margo's got money troubles um follows the daughter of a former pro wrestler who after having an affair with her college english professor gets pregnant and turns to only fans to make ends meet you know i remember we have talked about l and nicole kidman and a24 yes before you're right and so i was really confused when this because they were acting like this was new information i'm wondering if it was just like new movement on this same script or if it is new I was confused, and I, d- I didn't bookmark it for that reason. Either way, I'm still equally excited. Yeah, I feel like I, I've seen that title. I don't remember knowing that plot description. Yeah, maybe the plot was new. The only fans of it all, yes. I think I would have remembered that. Yeah, totally. I mean, that plot is kind of, it, it goes in a lot of uh, twists and turns. It just in that <laughs> it's one very description. Specific. Yes, so, yeah. so I feel like we would have remembered that. But I think you're right. And that's why I was like, did we talk okay, about this already? Because it does sound vaguely yeah. familiar. Yeah. Um, speaking of our faves, Matthew McFadden and Michael Shannon are going to be starring in a Netflix series about President James Garfield's life and assassination. Excited to see Matthew in something new. Totally. Yeah. I'm excited about him and Michael Shannon. Yeah. Uh. I'm not interested in historical things usually, but they are making me interested in it. You know, like if you just told me that that was a series coming out, I would be like, cool. Um, Not for me. My parents will tell me how it is, but (laughs) they in it, that having them in it changes my mind. So well played Netflix. (laughs) Um, my last piece of news is that. Donald Glover confirmed that the community movie script is done and he's all in quote unquote. So great news on both fronts. Very great news. I, Cause I thought he was still like they were optimistic, but I didn't ever hear anyone say 100% he is going to be in this movie, you know? And yeah, he literally did literally did. So happy. Yeah. I'm loving him on this press tour. He's so giving and so personable like, with information and personable yeah it's so interesting and I'm, I'm into it yeah it's like oh yeah you're just you're you're a mere mortal just like the rest of us <laughs> i'm just like you yeah <laughs> um oscars they are airing on march 10th so we have one month to watch everything that's nominated as humanly possible at least that's what I tried to do. 
And because the Oscars really are way more fun when you've actually watched them. I remember totally. liking it as a kid, but it was like I like I had seen like one movie probably. So it's way more fun when you're more invested in and have actually watched the shows, which similar, mm-hmm. not unsimilar to my newfound enjoyment in football. It's way more enjoyable now that I have an interest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, let's, I needed something. I need it on my level. I need, I need a personal attachment to this. Exactly. So for our top three, we're going to rank our top three Oscar nominated films. Um, I'll, I'll start off with my number three, my third favorite Oscar nominated film is, this year is anatomy of a fall you haven't seen that one yet right no i haven't that one is is that one streaming anywhere yet i know you can rent it on demand i believe you can rent it on demand it is not streaming but it's only like i think it's five dollars so it's not one of those like twenty dollar ones it's only five so it's actually cheaper than seeing it in the theaters true sold but (laughs) (laughs) i gotcha (laughs) Um, but yeah, I loved it and it made me wish I saw it in the theaters. So if it is playing in Mm. theaters, maybe just shell out the extra $5 there and see it in theaters. But, um, sold again. I really, (laughs) (laughs) should I go into sales? You're so convincing. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any kind of sales where it's like you try to get people to watch a show? I guess is that just... <laughs> I mean, marketing, which... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm in the right job, just the wrong <laughs> field. But yeah, it's fun that this year, that this year there are, like, um, I think two, like, foreign films that are in up for the Best Picture nom, which is cool. And Anatomy of the Fall is one of them. Um, my number three of the ones I've seen, wait, have you seen all of them so far? I have seen all of them. Wow. That's early to have done that. That's very impressive. I know. I'm actually ahead of, ahead of schedule than more than usual. Yeah. That's amazing. Good job. I still have to see kind of a lot. I still need to see American fiction, anatomy of a fall, holdovers and the zone of interest. So I've seen more than half. I've seen six, but I have kind of a lot of work to do. You've got a month. You're good. Yeah, it's true. I've got time. Um, My number three favorite of the ones I've seen, and I'm going with all my heart votes because I've actually, I think I liked, generally speaking, all of these nominees I've seen so far. But I said number three. Yeah. My number three favorite is Barbie. Love it. I love Barbie. I actually kind of felt a little guilty not having a Barbie on my list. But, mm-hmm. I mean... They're really the movies that are nominated this year are so good that it was really hard to narrow it down. Yeah, it is. It's a good bunch. Um, and they're all really different from each other, which I like too. Yeah. But yeah, I love Barbie. Um, I didn't even which really you can watch on Max. Yeah, and that one is streaming. You could watch it on Max. Um, I actually haven't watched it on streaming yet. I saw it twice in theaters. I should watch it again just for fun. Just fun. Fun time. As you probably have all seen it already. You don't need me to tell you twice. <laughs> have you ever heard of Barbie? Just this small little indie movie titled Barbie. <sighs> I mean, that was why I loved Barbie so much was that I didn't know it would be so weird. And it's this huge explosive movie 
around the world and it was a really weird movie and i really respect Mm -hmm. that so it did yeah it's true yeah anyway what is your number two speaking of weird my number two is poor things same i just i saw that one again um a week ago in the theater and i liked it even better the second time because the first time I think I was a little bit focused on like, this is a movie about a woman made by a man type of thing. And the second time I was like, well, technically like this isn't our world. So like, it didn't bother me as much that it's like a movie about a woman's experience made by a man. Cause it was like, well, this isn't even technically, these people aren't even technically like human. Mm-hmm. So like their experience doesn't have to fit my exact experience anyway. Um, and there's just so much detail, especially in like the um, set design and like costumes and props that were just like, I totally missed the first time. For example, the windows of the brothel are shaped like a penis. I had no idea. I had no idea either. I, would I saw love it for to a second time. Wow, I yeah, highly recommend. I, I love this movie. It's definitely my favorite Yorgos Lanthimos that I've seen so far. Because yeah, obviously, I mean, there's a lot that I can't relate to personally in the journey of Bella Baxter, but also so much that I I did relate to it, and I just I loved it. I felt very inspired at the end, and um, I loved it. I would love to go see it again. Me too. Yeah. I can't, I still can't decide if I liked it more than The Favorite or not. Because I loved The Favorite so much. I feel like I need to rewatch that one to mm-hmm. see. But also, I don't have to rank them. I can like them both. You can like them both. What I This one edged, edged out, um, I guess the only other two I've seen, I think we've talked about this. I still have to see The Lobster. I don't know if you've watched The Lobster yeah, yet. Mm-mm. Um, but this was the first one where I left feeling happy and I was smiling mm. and the other ones made me feel sad and <laughs> doomed. And this one still has a lot of darkness in it, but overall I love that it's about like life is like, it's fun to experience life. And so I really left being like, wow. Yeah. Like it is it is a privilege to be a human and be alive and experience things. Totally. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, well, do you want to name your number one or do you want me to? Well, let's do it together. No, just kidding. (laughs) Let's synchronize (laughs) this. Um, it is past lives, which I did just watch for the first time this weekend. Finally, because now it's on, um, Paramount plus, I think technically it says it's Showtime, but when I tried to open the Showtime app, it said this app no longer exists. You have to use Paramount Plus. And so I was very confused, but (laughs) it was all worth it because this movie, um, which I was nervous to watch as I was telling Taylor earlier, because I knew it would make me feel too many feelings and break me a little bit inside, but it's the kind that breaks you and puts you back together. It was so beautiful. I loved it. It's, it's my number one too. That was my favorite movie I saw last in all of 2023. And it's just like stayed with me the most. It's had the biggest impact on me. 
and just like really made me feel things and think about things and like rethink about so many of my relationships and how it's okay that they're just for a time they can be just as important even if they didn't last forever and I could go on and on and get deeper and deeper about it but that's as deep as I'll get I just like really loved it and it was really special and so I'm glad that you liked it just as much Mm -hmm. it was it was an experience and yes it it like um it's very like peaceful and calming but still like kind of hits you like a sledgehammer it's great (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what it's like um perfect well we covered a lot and mentioned a lot but just of the um best picture nominations um the holdovers is streaming on peacock so that's an easy one to get to watch if you have peacock that is the question um killers of the flower moon apple tv plus streaming maestro netflix um the ones you have to rent slash have to see in theaters are anatomy of a fall zone of interest which i just saw zone of interest last week and it was haunting but very good um american fiction poor things in oppenheimer oppenheimer is actually on peacock oh there we go i didn't even check that one because i figured it wasn't because for some reason it just seems like big shows like that never are streaming well in like peacock of all of them yeah that's interesting like i bet wow they got the holdovers and oppenheimer yeah it's pretty crazy and i'm gonna also confirm that um let me correct myself it's coming to peacock february 16th Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Conflicting information. Okay. Well, and that's the other thing is that I feel like a lot of these will be on streaming. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they put them on streaming before the uh, Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, slash, I've already noticed a lot of these coming back into theaters around me to catch in theaters. So, love that. It's so much easier now than it ever has been before because I swear it used Mm -hmm. to be so hard to watch the Oscars and then I felt like I was literally rushing and like living at the theater like the week before the Oscars. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because like back in like how did people do it in like the 80s, the 90s, you know, (laughs) it's like I guess if you have to just hope that they'll be you could rent them on video before yeah but i wonder how common it was that someone had like just your average person had literally seen every nominee good question no idea there are two more movies that are that have um best and supporting actor and actresses nominees um which are on streaming and that's nyad and rustin both of which are streaming on netflix i watched nyad i thought it was fine the movie i here's what i'll say i do feel like the oscar whoever the academy may be gets a little bit confused on what is good acting and what is good casting Mm, that is a hot take and i feel like very well said there we go well and i think i kind of mentioned this before but they love a biopic like 
And so like, it's just, if the person who is cast looks and acts similarly to that real life person, it's like, Oh, Oscar. Mm-hmm. It just seems like such Oscar bait. But like the movie as a whole, I don't really think was that interesting. It was just like your average um, sports, like um, feel good trial. Yeah. Like overcoming a trial type of movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But didn't Mm -hmm. feel like it held a candle to any of these other best picture noms. Doesn't make me that excited to watch it, to be honest. Um, especially it's because it's a good one for parents. Oh, okay, good to know. Um, I feel like this is a good segue into Rustin, which is also on Netflix and also um an acting nomination because Coleman Domingo is nominated for Best Actor for this movie. Also, this movie I feel like has been under the radar. I didn't see a single thing about it. I told Taylor this. A confession for me. Every single time I heard Rustin, I thought they were talking about the movie Rust, where Alec Baldwin shot that girl. And and I did too. I was like, wow, that came out already and it got an Oscar nomination? It was very confusing. And that's on me too, because I wasn't familiar with the real person, uh, Bayard Rust- Rustin. Um, but I will say, again, this the whole movie is just, I would say, okay. Coleman Domingo is great. Yeah, I I started this movie and could not get through it without falling asleep. And then I never finished it. I feel like the timing, the t- uh, the pacing of this movie was really weird. And it didn't have enough like character background information for me to like yes. feel strongly about the characters. And like they were saying names that I recognize, obviously, like Martin Luther King but it was like just like names and not a lot of like actual FaceTime or like I don't know I just like was having a hard time I I felt very similarly I felt like I wow this is like a great story but I felt like the way that the scenes were put together there was like no connection between anybody even though yes like they were just like saying like describing what the connections between the characters were like um a lot of exposition and actually like not a lot of emotion like the only emotion I felt from the movie was really Coleman Domingo and the rest of it was kind of just like it things felt like they were just randomly happening and it was sad yes that it was like that because I feel like I this was someone that I feel like I did learn about but it kind of felt like I was reading Wikipedia page sometimes yeah and it is a really interesting story like all of the interesting things are there so um yeah i'm glad he's nominated but Mm -hmm. yeah um i think we covered all of them um all right with all that said who's your crush of the week um i my crush of the week is greta lee in past uh, lives yes um good idea it good is answer. really sad that she didn't get nominated for best actress um you know what especially after we're just watching the morning show which i think like most people will recognize her from the morning show and um it's really cool seeing someone 
be in such a completely different uh like production where like she and every character really just felt like I was like um like watching just real people interact and everything's like so natural compared to probably her best known performance is something that's like very over the a very over the top show it's like kind of it's like a soap opera vibe and so seeing her do this was very magical yeah I agree and like just now talking about Nyad it made me a little sad and that she didn't get the nomination like just because her character is more subdued doesn't make it it actually makes it more hard I would say 100 to act yes so yeah I agree bummer um well my crush of the week i'm gonna give it to jacqueline novak mm. i watched her special get on your knees on netflix and she's amazing i just don't understand how she says so many words in such a short amount of time and like do it flawlessly and is still funny and love her and just like so intelligent just like the writing yes. is she's so eloquent wild. Yeah, because it's really like she's it's like she's giving a TED talk. It's not like a stand up comedy routine. Yeah, it's nothing I've seen before. That's it's like for a, sure. It's like a college lecture. More yeah. than stand up. <laughs> it's 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 wild. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, All right. Oscars 2024. Happy streaming to everyone and catching up before march 10th and next week we get to talk about mr and mrs smith starring the one and only donald glover and maya what's Maya's last name erskine erskine i was hoping you there would say go. it i can't remember if it's skeen or skin <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure that out before yeah, next week yeah, fine. that's our homework <laughs> is to watch it and also watch videos of her saying her own name and so yeah that's all your homework too. watch mr mrs smith yeah join us thank you for listening bye bye